with my client for life, Alice and Elizabeth, <laughs> and we are here with Gecko, the Gecko, the Gecko, the leopard skin Gecko, who seems to like humans enough to hang around with us. And this is the Christmas edition of No Good Deeds, and I'm in the incredible, like park-like setting of the Casa Stewart, the Casa Stewarts, and we're going to go around. And here are the, if you get hungry. You can the fix garden. a salad with the garden. Okay. If you get really hungry, you can go after the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really here. They're only going to lay eggs. That's all they can help you. They, they're not going to give everything up. They're just giving up the eggs. Correct. And this is to protect the chickens from the hawks. Right? Yep. Correct. Camp, Camp Henderson. Henderson. And then there's perches oh, all over the place. Camp what? Henderson. Camp Henderson, which means what? Just, it's hen, just hen is in Henderson. the name. So. Oh, I thought it had something to do with the Marines. But. Well, camp is why it's called camp, is right. because oh, Marines are, Marines are a Camp like Pendleton. as it's named after campfire. the hen. And campfire, and the smell of this. I wish I had that in a little spray jar. It, it is nice. Like like, I haven't smelled that since my last vacation, I don't think, you know, when I went, I went to Charleston once and went to some friends and they had an amazing old plantation, There's which was really sad, but it had the little, it had slave quarters on it. They, they left them pretty much intact or they kept them restored and the amazing feeling. It was a camp atmosphere and they had, they actually had a lady, an old African-American lady who dressed up as a maid would in the the plantations of the 1800s and she tells the story and she sings songs and just talks about the slave experience etc eating water got on a trouble water see that band all dressed in red got going to trouble water but it must be the band that Moses led got going to trouble water Wait in the water, wait in the water, children, wait in the water, God's gonna trouble the water, God's gonna trouble Sounds like we're in the water. Sounds like something is wrong with that water. That water's being trouble. We need to get out of here. A song like that to the gullers making plans to escape from the plantations. That song meant we're not going to travel by land. We're going to travel through the waters so the dogs won't be able to pick up on our tracks when we escape. So they sang songs that sounded one way, meant something different. Steal away, steal away, steal away to Jesus. Steal away, steal away home. I ain't got long to stay. We trees are bending, this sinner is all trembling. The trumpet sound within my soul. I ain't got long to stay. Now a song like Steal Away sounds like somebody's ready to leave the earth and enter into their eternal home. I ain't got long to stay here. Steal away to Jesus. Uh, also the green trees are bending and I'm trembling. I'm waiting. I'm ready to go. But a song like that to the gullers, getting ready to escape from those plantations, uh, meant that we're going to steal away from this plantation. When the green trees bend around the spring of the year, 
That's when we're going to make our escape. So they sang songs that sounded one way, meant something different, known as coded slave songs, later became our Negro spirituals. And, um, but you can go into these little houses where they had, it was big enough for like three people, and they had 15 people living in them. Oh, Margaret, right? no! Uh, Margaret's the white one. What's Margaret doing? What's she doing? She's a, she's not. We don't like her to go into the, the that side of the garden um, for right now because we're growing certain oh, things. Oh, because they'll they'll chew up what you're trying. <laughs> exactly. To so anyway, so that so you can stand in there and look out the windows that a slave an owned person looked out and, oh, and just perceive exactly stand where they stood and just see how the room was like so small it was like. It was about do. three times the size of that little hutch you have right there. Oh yeah. The, each house, and they had people. They they in the ra they'd sleep in the rafters, you know, and oh, yeah. all these well, people in. That would be the coolest place. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right, right. They'd be the coolest quote unquote place. I mean, because it'd be maybe closer to some air, but I don't know. So it was an amazing. <laughs> but this reminds me of that because it's like they maintain it. It's a park or whatever they maintain it as historical. Looky. Oh, look at those crazy eyes. But oh before you God. look at those crazy eyes. What? Look at this. He can climb on my shirt. I think that's amazing. How long have you had him? About three, four years almost. That's amazing. He's all very comfortable with humans. Isn't he? Very much so. Hello, beautiful. Hello. It's so Ferocious nice Nikki, 12 pounds of fury. So sweet. Yes, I'm a marine dog. I'm a marine dog. <laughs> What's the name of that marine dog? I forgot. Hutch or Chesty? No? Chesty. She's so beautiful. Anyway, well, thank you very much, and we want to wish you Merry Christmas from No Good Deeds, and we'll be back in January with a whole new episode. Oh, but, but first, look at these beautiful yellow birds. What are those? Oh, my gosh. Oh, the little canary-type deal? Yeah, they're gorgeous. Yeah, they, they hang out usually in that tree and uh -huh. fly back and forth between the fences. Oh, they're gorgeous. They're... I, you know, we'll be just on the internet. No, no one will look at it. <laughs> Except a two, two people, you know? Anyway, if you don't mind. Do you mind? I don't mind. It'll be good. I'll make you look good. <laughs> I'll make us all look good. Okay, well, you can turn it off. And my name is Elizabeth Boyle, and I'm here with my co-star. John Stewart. And John, you're broadcasting from where? I'm broadcasting from my backyard in St. Petersburg, Florida, but they speak of. Oh, they're so great. There and they are. the black one is, her name is Zora O'Neill. Um, Zora Zora Neale Hurston. Zora Neale Hurston. Yep. Thank you. Zora Neale. I had a long, long day. As you saw, I went to. Um, I was. I had to go to the Bradenton Police Department to deliver some. The I last really, one, Margaret. Margaret's. Mar Margaret, who's the white. Yep. Hen, the white hen. Margaret, the white hen. Mar but Margaret. she's got black spots, right? Yeah, well, actually, she's an interesting bird because whenever she molts, she can come come back. Any color can come into her feathers. She's oh, had wow. red feathers like Anna. She, yeah, she's had red feathers like well Andy now, and free, and she has black feathers like Zora. So, and anything oh in between, she can have she whatever whatever she uh, whenever she she's molts, a magic she'll color come back changer. She's a color changer. Yes, that's good. 
So I'm waiting, well, I'm waiting to see it. Well, I read online about the Great Conjunction that it um, it occurred it occurred at about 1:40 p.m. our time. I think, according to something I read online, but it's still, it'll be visible. It should still be visible in the night sky over the moon. It was over the moon or over the crescent a couple of days ago, the big bright star looking thing. Yeah, it's going to be in the very low southwest corner of the horizon. Okay. So you have to have a very, you have to be high up. Or have a very good view, clear view, like be on the beach, right. Right. or well, something like that. Like I am actually okay. not going to be. Able. You're not going to be able to see it from St. Petersburg. Where I'm at, no. If I drove down to the uh, to like the USF parking garage downtown St. Pete and went to the top floor, mm-hmm. there we go. That's better light. Um, okay. Then I'd be able to see it, or if I, you know, even if, if I drove out to Fort DeSoto or a beach like that, I'd be able to see it. But from the backyard, even if I got on the roof, I wouldn't be able to see it, sadly, because there's a tree line that's right over here that just blocks the view of right. where it's going to be. Oh, and I noticed online there there are ways you can watch it streaming. I mean, you know, can you can look it up online, and, and different places have it streaming. You yeah. Are, so oh, you I mean, look at it online. I've seen so many cool astronomical things. Like it's, it's a. Uh, I'm not worried about missing this one. <laughs> right. It's nice to know it's happening though, because it'll yes, it probably it will explain cool. things. It'll probably somehow explain something crazy that happens today. But uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I hope I mean, nothing too ancient, crazy happens. By the way, speaking of crazy, in ancient they, times. They, what? What's that? Go ahead. In ancient times, what? Oh, they uh, they would see things like this comets coming through the sky, conjunctions, and other things like that. Some cultures saw it as a as a portent of wonderful, great things to come. Others saw it as doomsday and anarchy would reign. You know, so it's you know, depending where you're at, where you're from, it, it could be a good thing or a right. bad thing. And you saw that book I got today at that thrift shop, and it said about how. Cultures celebrated the holidays at the end end of the year. I guess when did we know it was going to be an end of the year? I I guess. But anyway, fourth century. But they did it because they were they were trying to fort, fortify themselves against a possible disastrous coming year that the world would end. And you know they they yep. ha, they part made party to in order to cope with the anxiety what the future would bring and they would gamble and party and all that stuff at the end of the year for the winter solstice that was one of the things they would do and the other thing i see that picture of the mummers you know they would do plays i guess they're sort of like mimes or you know the mimes mummers and i forget there's something they're famous for something mummers are famous for something um and we we have mummers that are still associated with some groups here what's the group they're associated with the shriners don't they have mummer bands or mummer um, yes groups yeah but mummers have i think that's something to do with mimicking death or something um i believe i believe that that is what they're doing all right, hold on one second. Sorry. Let's see what I've got here. 
There we go. Oh, and you know what? Else? What are you? Oh, that's a beautiful picture. That's great, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Way to go, man. Oh, and now, but it was like he jumped from one spot to the other. So there's a a lag. The camera's sort of lagging. It's juddering a little bit. But um, I'm just looking at the thing I sent you. Oh, I don't know whether I sent you the page and what the numbers do. Middle Ages, the Kalins, celebrated with colorful mumming performances. Mumming. Are you there? Oh, you're still there. Yeah, I just, you were breaking up for a second, so I came back closer to the house, and I was like, I figure I'll give you a shot of the coop here. So that, oh, sweet. That's, that's sweet. a lot of luxury they live in. Right, I'm just looking up a little more thoughts, thoughts on mummers here. Mask dancers. So elsewhere, the same author writes of Callens, K-A-L-E-N-D-S, in detail. Few people go to bed, he said, preferring to go out about in the streets singing and dancing. In the morning, they decorate the houses and then fall into bed to sleep off the indulgences of the previous night. On January 1st, money was distributed to the poor. Probably not much. It never is. <laughs> it's like, I mean, this whole thing about the stimulus payment is just—it's so, what is the word for it? Um, you know, where people, they, there doesn't seem to be any guiding logic, but it really is never enough money. And it's just um, arbitrary, something like that. Chaos. <laughs> yeah, but just imagine that. Oh, you're a poor person. Do you want five dollar bill? You want five dollar bill? <laughs> or no, ten? You want a ten? You want a ten? No, we're gonna give you a five. Jump for it. Jump for it. Jump for it. Jump for J oh, Mitch McConnell. Lord. Jump for Mitch McConnell. You know, put on a show for Mitch McConnell. It will make him feel better about you giving away the country's money. Anyway, I guess he'll feel like it's his money somehow. Anyway, let's see. So yeah. indulgence. So they, they, they gave on January 1st, they distribute money to the poor. And on the 2nd, everyone stayed at home and played dice, <laughs> masters and slaves together. So the masters got the money back the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They always won the bets, right? Yeah. And didn't they get the... And didn't they, when they were, while they were, you know, during that day, wasn't that the day that they switched and they took the roles of master and the masters? Right, and they, the yeah, there was some kind of a pen you could put on your on your garment, and it meant that you were a boss instead of a <laughs> slave. Oh boy, boss. that that one day a year, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you got hell to pay for those three sixty four. <laughs> right, right. It says it also. It is also said that during the festival, people would dress up in animal skins and that men would put on women's clothes while all would wear masks. They all wore masks. This may date back to the very early times indeed when the Neolithic shamans put on masks and danced the hunt and the kill. Oh, they danced about the kill too. And, or it may be residue of the Kalins, the K-A-L-E-N-D-S, I've never seen that word before, custom of guising 
as in disguise, guising, which still continues to the present time. It was, of course, much condemned in the later times, especially by Christian priests. They, they brought in a whole new era of, <laughs> of bad, I guess. Negativity. Imagine that, huh? Negativity. They were negative. They were trying to suppress creativity. That's all. I mean, just to put it politely. Um, so as following diet, as a following diatribe, probably written by Caesarius in of Arles, A-R-L-E-S, in the 6th century A.D. deals. So there's a quote that I haven't looked at. So I'm going to, I, I don't want to Anyway, so, so that's good. So now we're, this is definitely winter solstice episode. And uh, we're in the hot, we're in the high holiday week. Correct. It's amazing. It's absolutely you can see amazing. The moon. You see the moon in my, in, up there? Okay, wait a minute. Yes, I do. I do. I see the moon. Not too bad. Not too bad of a camera on this phone. I mean, right. So the moon is, and that's supposed allegedly, isn't that where you sort of look toward the moon to see Jupiter and Saturn? Okay. The moon, the moon's up there, right there. there. Yep. And there. then back in this corner over here, can, am I going to, there we go. Down back over there. Right. Oh, oh, under where the tree line is, like you said. See that? All that, all those trees. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. See that? That that's not conducive to proper sight of. Mm -hmm. But you know, because the moon's right there. The other very interesting thing about sky gazing or star stargazing is. I learned this when I was out in Arizona in college for my first year. I went to Northern Arizona in Flagstaff, which is gorgeous. And it's on the south rim of Grand Canyon. But, you know, you can really do some stargazing where you have no trees. You know, you go out to those deserts and everything's flat. Oh. And you, it's amazing what you can see. It's and you go away from cities. You try to get away from the city light. That, yes. What do they call that noise? The noise light what, of the noise the, of the light. The, the light noise. The light noise. It's been absolutely. Those are a beautiful, interesting skies out there. Fabulous. Yeah, I uh, I was stationed out at Twenty Nine Palms in the desert for a good eight. Well, what was it? Four months of my my time in the Marine Corps. I was out at Twenty Nine Palms and. Uh, there's huge, huge, just it's mind-boggling the amount of stars that you can see out in the desert in the right. middle of the night. Yeah, it's really and, something uh, in the clarity. And then when I drove cross country from uh, from California to New York uh, in what was it, 2002 or 2003 ish, somewhere around there, uh, I stopped in basically uh, Colorado. And I went outside, and oh my goodness! Like I was in the middle of nowhere, Colorado, mm -hmm. uh, on the side of a mountain, pulled off the side of the road, and was just staring at the sky. And it's right. it's just gorgeous and beautiful. Yeah, I would like to go up to see Alaska sometime and oh, see the. Oh We went light. on a family cruise there, and it, I we it's all we ever talk when we get together. I mean, everybody wants to go. Everybody wants to go back to Alaska. Everybody wants to go back to Alaska. So. This is Elizabeth Boyle, No Good Deeds. It's time for me to wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy Winter Solstice, and a Happy New Year. 
and we'll be back in 2021 with more No Good Deeds. And I'm John Stewart saying happy Saturnalia, happy winter solstice, happy new year, merry Christmas, happy holidays, and all that good stuff from the girls and now Andy and I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay well take care i'll talk to you later <laughs> take care john okay bye bye thanks <laughs>